Welcome to the Horse Witch, where we talk about all things witchy, horsey, and everything in between. Here's your space to work with magic and manifestation to achieve your goals, make your intentions a reality, and live your best witchy life. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of I Am The Horse Witch. I'm Tamara, your host, and a great big welcome. So last week was our first episode, and I did get a little bit of feedback, which is amazing. I love feedback. Feedback is great because it lets me know what the audience wants. And um, I've had a, I suppose I've had a quite an interesting career. Um, I studied as an actor, and I trained as an actor, and I was an actor for a long, long time. Then I was a director of theatre and an acting teacher for 20 years, over 20 years, uh, and now I make films. But anyway, one of my integral things I used to say was give the audience what they want. Sometimes they don't even know what they want, but I know what they want or they tell me what they want. And sometimes they don't even have to use words. I can tell, you know, if I have a preview audience in and I can feel the energy go down, then I go, aha, uh-huh, okay. So in layman's terms, that bit's a bit boring. I need to do something. Uh, yeah, so a bit of feedback was uh, that um, people like stories about myself, Um, Now, that sounds really narcissistic, but what I mean is they like a little bit of personal history to know that I'm not sitting here in my lofty ivory tower preaching. So today's all about protection magic, and my story is when I haven't used protection magic. Uh, It's sometimes that we forget to use it because perhaps it doesn't sound quite as glamorous as other parts of witchcraft and magic, but it's fabulously essential and so powerful. And if you actually do the work, you know, sometimes thinking and listening about it and sometimes in your journey, you'll actually take time to get to the practical part of it, and that's fine. Sometimes you have to listen, think about it, meditate on it, think how the journey is going to happen for you before you actually start putting it into your day-to-day or weekly practice, and that's fine. I always say, you do you. So my story is when I haven't used protection magic and I've ended up in a space that is not healthy. So when I was an acting teacher... I would teach classes of 25 people and acting teaching is not a normal profession. Uh, It's not normal teaching in that you stand up and you sprout. Uh, There is absolutely the instruction that you do, but it's really engaging with students because they need a lot and they need more than just go to A, go to B, and speak louder, which is sometimes, let's be honest, that's what I felt like saying. However, (laughs) one cannot do that. Uh, And because I'm a chronic empath, an empath to a degree that is why protection magic is personally so important for me, I would go home 
with 25 energies. And if you think that I taught, you know, a number of different classes during the day, that was sometimes three times 25 of different students. And because I picked up on all of their energy, I would come home and I would I would be an absolute mess. I couldn't speak to anyone. I couldn't speak to my family. Um, I was living in a place called Perth at that stage and if my next-door neighbour knocked on the door, I would hide. I would actually go and hide in the bathroom pretending I wasn't home even though my car was there and it was very obvious that I was home because I couldn't speak to anyone. My energy was spent. I was totally depleted. And then, of course, it would result in unhealthy behaviours like opening a bottle of wine and not having one finishing it and thinking that was okay, waking up with a hangover, doing the whole thing again. So lack of protection can lead, and then of course that has knock-on effects. So lack of protection can lead to things where you pick up on energy that is not your own and it can be really, really unhealthy for you. So I didn't protect myself during that time because in my head I didn't have time, but also because all my energy was going into that, I didn't do any self-care or anything that would actually help me find that a more buoyant and joyful um, journey for us all. I used to say it cost me my soul. So that's, that's a general one where I didn't use protect and magic. And the other one that is more specifically related to horses and the other thing The other feedback I have is that this podcast, and this is always my intention, is not just for horse people. Whatever your dreams, whatever your goals, whatever your intentions, it's all the same. You can apply all of this. Um, I think I developed it because I could see in the horse world that people were not applying or they didn't have the knowledge to apply the stuff that I was working with my with my own horses. And, uh, you know, I thought, oh, maybe, maybe I can help some people. Maybe I can, you know, put it out there that this is something that I learned in other ways that I'm now applying to my horses that you can apply to yours. But know that I actually started it with with things that were separate to horses. And then it bled into that area. And I went, oh, oh, this works. This really works. So um, one of the things I'm going to talk about today is mojo bags. I love a good mojo bag. Anyway, I made a mojo bag and I'll, I'll give you a little brief explanation of how to make them. You know, I had a little black bag. I put um, some crystals in there, some herbs, a little piece of paper with a little intention and it was to protect my horses uh, because in paddocks in Australia, there's a lot of sticks and they can, you know, you can pick up sticks for days, but sticks are still going to fall from trees. And particularly one horse I have has very thin skin and she cuts herself quite easily. And so I put this mojo bag and tied it to the gate And most people don't even notice, only the wily ones or the ones that, you know, are are a bit sneaky. And they'll say, what's that? And I go, you know what? Most people don't even notice that. And they'll go, oh, it's the first thing I noticed. And then another guy said, yeah, knew you were a witch. He's the farrier from England. Um, 
you know, from Yorkshire, I think he's surrounded by witches, grew up in a haunted house in the 1700s. So he spotted me. Uh, anyway, so I put my little mojo bag on the gate. You know, I always say, this is my intention. The universe will give me what I need. This is what the way I would like to go. But you know what? Sometimes the universe has a better plan for you and you just don't know what it is. So ironically enough, my horses were very healthy. There's no cuts. There's no sticks. Well, of course it's sticks, but, you know, they, they seem to be able to be galloping around, not running into them. Anyway, I went out there one day and I noticed that my mojo bag had been pecked so we have a lot of birds in Australia and I am assuming it got pecked and uh, the mojo bag had split open, crystals were on the ground, herbs gone. Um, yes, the little piece of paper was somewhere to be found. Anyway, I didn't think much about it. I went out to the paddock and my gelding had a big cut just near his pastern. Now, is it coincidence now, my personal thing is there is no coincidences in the world. However, or is it synchronicity that the mojo bag broke, protection uh, broke, and my horse injured himself? I put it to you to think about. All right. Okay. So that's my personal stories for the day uh, to do with protection. Um now, the other thing is that you, if you have any question at all, you are more than welcome to DM me. Instagram is I'm at the horse witch and uh, you can find me. Uh, that's my Instagram handle and you can just DM me and I will do my best to answer your question. And if you could just please say, if you're happy for me to say your question on the show, then that's something that um, you know, if you don't mind me sharing, um, some stories I think would probably help our audience in some ways, add a bit of a, a light bulb moment. Um, so feel free to DM me with anything that you'd like to ask. And at the end of the session today, uh, we're going to do a card pull and I have my fabulous Oracle of the Unicorns card. Uh, cards, and we're going to do a card pool to see what we need to think about for the next week. All right, protection. Okay, so I'm going to talk about my three favourite crystals for protection. Okay, there is many, many crystals for, te- for protection, and all you have to do is use your intuition, and it will tell you which which crystal you want to work with. Okay, so you just Google it. And it will come up with your choice of crystals for protection and you go from there. Okay, so I suggest if you don't have anything at the moment, even a chip of a crystal will work. Okay, it does not matter about the size. Okay, so go into any esoteric, occult crystal shop, stand in front of the little bowls, have worked out your Google thing before because you'll go, oh, yeah, I'm looking for an amethyst. I'm looking for a carnelian. And look at your bowl so that you've got a good idea of what the protection crystals are. And a certain crystal will wink at you. Your eyes will be drawn to it and you won't be able to look at any other crystal. Um, Breathe before you do it. Look at the bowl. They usually have them in little containers. 
and your eyes will be drawn. It's like a laser beam. And that crystal will be saying to you, take me home. And then it's your job to follow your intuition. Okay. So pick it up. I always put it in my left hand because my right hand does so much. My left hand is more sensitive because it does less. But, you know, you choose whichever hand is going to work for you. So hold your crystal and you'll feel that it wants you to take it home. It wants you to work with it. Crystals are energy and vibration and they literally rock. I can't tell you how much I love crystals. Obviously, you probably can tell from the way I'm speaking. But remember, the crystal will wink at you. So my favourite stones for protection are the darker stones, okay? But um, there is the lighter stones as well, like the amethyst and carnelian is a red colour. That will also help. Um, So the first one is black tourmaline. Love black tourmaline. It's strong grounding, puts an aura of protection around you. Fabulous for horse riding because it's so grounding. Um, It can help you with confidence when you're on the horse. So you can just put a piece in your bra, in your pocket, and it just gives you, and remember, always you do your things on the mundane level. If your horse needs lunging, make sure you lunge it before you ride it. You wear your helmet. We're in Australia. We have to. Um, I can see in the States that you don't from your fabulous movies. Um, and, you know, if you're, if you're trail riding by yourself or you're jumping, make sure you put your body protector on. So the, all that I'm offering is additional, additional protection, spiritual protection, ways to, to, work, with, um, to work with what's out there. So black tourmaline will also protect you from the negative energy of others. It will protect you from the toxic energy of your phone, computers. Um, We work constantly with Wi-Fi and things that, you know, they weren't there 40 years ago. So black tourmaline is my favourite, I call it, bad energy blocker. Okay, it actually builds a shield of protection around you. And as I say, you only need a tiny, tiny piece. Okay, the next one is uh, I love bloodstone. Bloodstone is a green stone which has red flecks through it. Okay, so it's, you know, I don't want to sound too Catholic, but it's a stone of Christ. They say that. There was green jasper on the ground when he was on the cross and his blood fell and streaked the um, the jasper with blood and there you have the bloodstone. Okay, beautiful myth. It, it's a stone of courage, great for your blood. It's called bloodstone. It actually purifies the blood, uh, getting rid of that toxic stuff that we are constantly surrounded by, car fumes, the preservatives in what we eat. I mean, we try, but, you know, sometimes we can't avoid it. It's a stone of courage. Once again, that is great for horse riding. It's great for any intention setting. It's great for any goal manifestation because it gives you guts. You know, you have to, you have to find that 
connection to that goal and that courage and that, you know what, I can do it. I've got it in me. I got my bloodstone, whack it in my bra, whack it in my pocket and off I go. Okay. Always, always hold it. I always hold it in my left hand. You can hold it in your right and charge it. It only takes a few seconds. So you hold it, you breathe and you can say an intention. I am protected and encouraged for my daily tasks. Something as simple as that. I love to say I am divinely protected in all I do because that covers pretty much everything. Um, But charging your crystal is really important. Uh, Okay, and my third one is I love cross stone. Okay, now it has a correct name, which I did write down. However, I haven't brought with me into my clothes closet uh, because I forgot but if you Google cross stone, it's a brown stone which has black flecks in it. It says that it's hard to find, but if I can find it at the crystal shop at Midland Gate Shopping Centre, I think other people can find it. And I have a small piece, but it's beautiful. It's a really rich brown colour, and I love brown, um, probably because I'm Taurus rising, so I love the earth. Uh, and it's fabulous for protection, for purifying, um, and once again, for courage. And as I say, I don't think it's that hard to find, regardless of what you read. So let's have a little chat about charging those stones. Uh, We are currently, tomorrow is the new moon, all right? So I'm going to do a new moon episode later on down the track. And um, we'll do our new moon wishes. But new moon is a fabulous time to put your crystals out under the new moon to give them that new energy. Okay, whatever phase the moon is in, you can use that to charge your crystals. So the new moon energy is three days before and three days after the new moon. So you have got six days to to work with that energy. It's You don't go, oh, I missed it. New moon is gone. You've got six days, okay? So you can leave your crystals out and that will charge them, okay, with new energy. Full moon is great for letting go, for charging it with that amazing energy of the full moon. Once again, we'll have another episode about that. When the moon is waning, great for getting rid of the negativity of your crystals. And when the moon is waxing, great for increasing the energy of your crystals. Uh, So we probably will do a full crystal episode at some stage, but that's just a little, little, little wrap up. Okay. Very quickly, I'm going to do how to make a protection mojo bag. So you get a little bag. All right. I personally prefer dark colours, but you can use whatever colour you want. So let's say you get a black bag. Often you'll find the bags that um, in a crystal shop, they'll either put the crystal in a little bag, you keep that bag, um, or maybe a jewellery shop, or you know what? You can get a, a flannel cloth, cut it to your size, and so you've got a square, put your ingredients in the middle, and then tie it with a string. 
It can be as simple as that. You don't have to go out and buy anything. I am all into the thrifty witch. Use what you have. I love using what I have. I love being resourceful, okay? I actually find going out and shopping for stuff and looking for things really stressful. So um, probably because of, you know, the empath thing, I, like it's all the people. I just go, oh, oh. So I love using what I have or I love using replacements and that's something that you can have a think about. So um, any of these crystals that I've suggested, there's always a replacement and if you can't find it, it means that the replacement is actually meant for you. So you put your crystal in your mojo bag Then you put a protection herb in. My favourite is sage, okay? So I grow sage in my garden or you can just use sage from the supermarket, from IGA, Woolworths, Coles. That's what we have in Australia. I'm sure that you have um, different ones in the States and the UK. But there are go-tos in Oz, So put a little bit of sage in there. Um, Great if you've grown it yourself because it has your energy. Then you get a little piece of paper and write your intention. So it may be, my horses are divinely protected. I'm, I'm truly, deeply grateful that all of my horses are healthy, happy, safe and sound. So mote it be. Something as simple as that and handwrite it on a little piece of paper, roll it up, put it in your mojo bag. If it's protection for yourself, you can write, I'm divinely protected at all times. If it's for your animals, say it's for your cats or your dogs, you write the same thing. My animals and loved ones are completely protected by divine energy. I'm truly grateful that they're happy, healthy, safe and sound. And then you can put it, um, you know, you might tape it to your cat tree or you might bury it near your dog's bowl where he has his water. You might put it under your bed of you and your loved one. Um, You might bury it at your front door. You might bury it at your um, front path. These are all options. So that is the simplest way of making the mojo bag. There is so many more longer and more complex ways of doing this. And because I'm hoping that this uh, podcast has a life, we will do a full mojo bag episode at some stage where I go deeper into it. But that's the really pure basics of a mojo bag. Your crystal, a herb, and a little piece of paper with intention. Oh, this is the kicker. Okay, to really make it resonate and to make it bang, if it's for, you know, your cat, your dog, your horse, put a little bit of their hair in it because it connects them directly to the energy of the horse and the energy of the bag. For you, Put your fingernail, a little bit of your fingernail clipping from your dominant hand, your right hand, or a little bit of your hair, okay? If it's for your loved one, um, make sure that, you know, you discuss it with them and tell them what they're going to, going, you're going to do, and then you can put a little bit of both their hair, your hair in it. Um, and so it, it, it fully resonates 
with that direct correlation of the energy of the horse, the animal, yourself, your loved one into the mojo bag because it's got something of you. Um, they call it a personal concern, which I, <laughs> something about it, I, I don't like that name because <laughs> it just makes me think of something quite gross. However, be that as it may, put your personal concern in there. Um, all right. Sometimes when I laugh, a friend of mine says, are you having a party in your own head? Right then I had a party in my own head. All right. Okay. So protection herbs. All right. My favorite sage, rosemary is great for protection. Basil is great for protection. Uh, the most fabulous book ever, uh, which is Scott Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs. Uh, once again, I don't have it in front of me, so I'm probably slightly mispronouncing it. Um, is a great one for finding the herb of protection that speaks to you. You know, you can open it at any page and your guidance, your intuition will bring up the herb that you want to read about that is good for protection for you. Okay, it's all about starting to listen to that inner voice and go, aha, this is what my intuition wants me to know. And then also, likewise, it's about when you go against that inner voice, you start to feel slightly sick, you know you shouldn't have done it or you know you should have done it and things don't quite go the way they should and you go, I should have done what I knew. It always happens, okay, and then slowly, slowly you'll go, my intuition is speaking, I need to do this now or I need to not do this now. So um, now this is all this is all a brand new plane to me. So um, I need to know how to do show notes. And once I do, I will put the book, the title of that book, Alex Cunningham's book in there so that you can um, find it, buy it online, Kindle book, Real book, it's such a fabulous tool to have in your witch's library. Um, I fully, highly recommend it. It has great um, explanations of the herbs. It's like a little encyclopedia. It will give you herbs for protection, their properties, uh, what star sign. Hmm, is it star sign? Oh, it's what element they um, they relate to. I'm pretty sure they're star sign as well. Um, but fabulous tool for any witch. Okay. Um, where am I up to? Cool. I've done the, the piece of concern. Um, all right. I think that's probably enough to go on for protection magic. Your little mojo bag. If not, just carry a crystal, give an intention, charge it. Make sure you cleanse it regularly, which is um, my favourite, is putting it out under the moon. And whatever energy the moon is giving you, it will it will cleanse it as well as um, charge it with whatever phase it's in. And there's other ways. There's the salt way. There's water if it's water, um, if it's not water-soluble. But we're going to do that in our crystal episode. So now I'm going to do the card pull. All right. So we're going to do a weekly um, question from our listener, if if anyone would like to write in. Um, and also, look, totally respect your privacy. If it's not something you, you want read out 
publicly or discuss publicly, I'm down with that. You just let me know. Um, but if you do think someone could could help, it could help someone, then once again, um, you know, let me know if you're happy to share. All right. So this is Oracle of the Unicorns and it's by Cordelia Francesca Brabs. I'm fairly sure she's English because I've looked her up and she does unicorn. She used to do unicorn courses, uh, which I think is very interesting. So I'm going to see what this fabulous, beautiful deck says and what our lovely card of the week is going to be. Okay. All right. I'm shuffling now. And this is the energy that we need to think about for the rest of the week and how it can help us and how it might resonate with you. All right. Okay, just bear with me. I'm just feeling the energy of... Ooh, okay. One pile really spoke to me. <gasps> innocence. Okay, cool. All right. So, Innocence is a beautiful card. Also suggests the beginning of a journey, which is exactly what we're on. We're on episode two of I Am The Horse Witch. Innocence is about play. It's about... Um, Look, I have a little bit of, you know, whenever people talk about, oh, connect to your inner child, I kind of like, yes, I'm a witch. Yes, I'm as out there as you can possibly be. But I'm also incredibly grounded with, <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, a huge dose of scepticism, which is such an irony. But, you know, what makes me me? <laughs> So I'm a little bit, when I hear um, work with your inner child, I feel like going, you know, oh, God, for fuck's sake. However, when it's a card that I pull and it's innocence, I know what it is. It is about being open. It's about being open to the journey. It's about trying new things. It's about working with the innocence and the the start of it's almost like the fool's journey where we let that scepticism go. We let that judgment of ourselves go and we go, you know what? You don't get anywhere if you don't try. Nothing changes if nothing changes. So this card and what is speaking to me right now is about you, me and all of us here is going Let's try this thing. We have got nothing to lose. Let's play with it with the innocence of a child. Let's put aside our adult judgments, worries, woes, and go, I'm going to make that mojo back. I'm going to not judge myself that this is silly, foolish, or otherwise. I'm going to play with it like the innocence of a child. It's also about looking at things with new eyes, Okay, so you might look at something with jaded eyes and suddenly go, actually, I'm going to look at this situation with fresh eyes. Okay, new ways of looking at things, new ways of being, new ways of doing. Okay, so that is, I'll just have a little read of that. That's all 
Okay, cool. Um, so I was, all of that that I just said was uh, me ch- channeling, um, but then I just checked the, the the card anyway just to make sure I was on the right track and I hadn't missed anything. Um, but, yeah, look, oracle cards um, for me are a tool and I just sometimes the card will speak to me on another level rather than actually read the writing on it. So, um, yeah, that is the card for the week, Innocence. Make sure any situation that you're jaded with, any situation that you're over, look at it with fresh eyes. Find a new way. If something is worrying you, troubling you, look at it from a different direction, okay? Try and solve it with... um, uh, try and solve it. <laughs> this kind of goes against everything. But use it, play with it with a new journey, okay? All right. Love you all. Much love, much witchy vibes to you. Um, this has been a long one. That's 33 minutes. All right. Love you guys. I will chat to you next week. Have a great week. Bye.